What up, what up, what up? Welcome to this dope, exciting episode of 94 Feet with Coach with JT. Please do me a favor, man. I'm trying to get these subscribers up. I'm trying to get these likes up. Just working on this 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 podcast and this brand, this this label, this movement, this lifestyle. Um, again, 94 Feet with Coach JT, 94 Feet. I'm on. Uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I want to get to my, my <laughs> guest. I've been trying to get to this young man. Yeah. I'm on Facebook, YouTube. All podcast platforms, DJ all that, all DJ that. Eddie behind the scenes and the ones and twos. We in the 360 Welcome. radio station. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to uh, everybody at our place, though. Shout out to my homeboys, Theodore Barber, Chris Haynes, man, Aaron Haynes. Um, let's see, we just came from a dope barber event down there, man. We had vendor fair. They had barber battles, man. Check my page. Check the YouTube. Had some dope videos, some content. Took a picture with the homies, man. Just uh, shout out to all the businesses, the entrepreneurs that was out there, the young barbers, men and women. The businesses was out there. The other barber podcast that was in the building. It was a dope event, man. Be looking forward for some more dope stuff from Barber's Dreams, man. Located in uh, El Grove, California. It's one of my dogs. And um, appreciate you all for coming through. Man, this gentleman is from Nigeria. He has a, um, a clothing brand movement. <laughs> <laughs> and he won't when I tell him this right now so we should say this when I was in junior college in 2010 don't talk about it be about it yes sir that's stamped that's on the shirt yes, I can show sir. you the old sweatshirt we got it on but now his clothing line is called a bass always be about something and yes it's okay for me to support the brother because I love to give a look right next to you he does it right back yes, that's what we do man so for real what's up man how you doing how you doing man thank you for having me for real thank you for having me like it's an honor to be here for real nah man it's, it's, I just seen you going like crazy <laughs> and I'm like when I'm gonna get on but like I appreciate it if you're having me for real man for me even I was telling somebody else earlier man Talk my boy Chris Haynes actually for me it's a dope feeling because you never know who may be tuning in to you or who may be inspired to trying to get on or link up and, and have some conversations. So I appreciate Facts. you, Facts. man. I got a couple shirts. I got a hoodie at the crib that everybody <laughs> be like, "Hey, that pink one is fire." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah that's why I copped it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't waste time, bro. Send yeah. me. Hey, you better get the free one. You better send that money. Oh, got God. the free one. Got another one. Uh-huh. Um, but before this, I want to get back like day one, man. Oh. Something about Nigeria. I yes, mean, sir. just being born there, coming up there as a youngin. What was that like? Um, so I came, I came to, so first and foremost, my name is Farouk Gadado. Uh, I'm a Nigerian born. I don't really call myself American, but American. Um, so I was, I came to America when I was eight years old. So coming out here, it was, a, it was a culture shock. Like, I didn't know I was black till I came out here. You feel me? Like, yeah. I didn't know being black was a thing until I came to America. So once I came out here, it was like a culture shock like oh shit I'm black and so that was the first thing I had to deal with like the, the, the idea of race you feel me and then moving forward it was like you know um, the stereotypes and shit like that right mm-hmm. I, I grew up not knowing none of this so when I got here when I got out here it was more so me trying to uh, um, I guess understand and learn how to move properly mm-hmm. so a lot of my early years in life were just learning learning like the basic shit that people already know so I, I feel like I was behind because if I knew what I what I know now, yeah. or like a little bit of what I knew now as as a kid, I would, I think I would have had a leg up. So it was a lot of me trying to learn, like the just just the regular shit that we know about. What age? How early did that start for you? Uh, I was in the fourth grade, so I was I was like nine years old, eight years so old. So that's it. And you coming in something so green, like man, I'm just a kid. I don't see color. I don't see all that. I, I see people. I promise you. I, I so I came. So when when my, when my folks came out here, we went to Haywood first, right? Okay. Uh, Hayward and the baby was in there heavy and then eventually we established a home in Fremont and the first time somebody said to me why are you so black I was like what do you mean like I didn't know what they meant like what you mean I'm black like I was like 
And That's like, what I am. My mama broke it down to me. She, cause my mom, my, my mom came out here a year before I came out here. So she kind of tried to get her feet wet, get, get y'all settled in. Exactly. So, so eventually, when I came out here, she was, and I told her, I was like, "Mom, what do you mean to be black? Like, what do you mean to be so black?" Mm. She was like, "Oh, they're making fun of you." Like to the point where, like, when I when I was when I was in the fourth grade, my name Farouk, right? My full name is Farouk. So people were calling me Farouki Dookie, like mm. on some like joking shit. Right. And I'm like, "Oh, they fuck with me like it's a joke." And my mom was like, "Dookie means shit, Farouk." That's not. That's not good. They don't. They don't like you. I was like, oh, because I'm thinking like, oh, they got nicknames for me and shit. So it took a lot of learning to understand like, oh, y'all don't fuck with me, but y'all still in my face. But I don't know. So it's like, yeah, it was. It, it, it was. Tough. It was definitely tough. But like, I, my mom was also the person that like gave me the tough skin I have now. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So, so yeah, it was, it was that, rough coming. That, out. that that's that's something that uh. As a kid, especially being so, as kids are being like young kids are just, we're, they're so open books and, right. you know, the world is, is big to them. It's, it's super massive. But then to have somebody put you in a label right, or right. put you in a box, mm -hmm. um, what type of strain, if any, or um, did it hinder you from being a, some, somebody you want to be or kind of go at things differently at an early age? Because I mean, you know, at the elementary age, it's like <clears throat> kids should have been inspired or would have been inspired to be something else, be that, be whatever, but did that kind of have you pull back, stick to yourself, have not, friends or what? I'm not going to lie to you. Um, again, my mama gave me the tough skin I have today. My mom would make fun of me in the ways that I would say, like, my mom has better jokes than you. Like, I would say that in the school. So, so that wasn't nothing new to me, It wasn't. but new also to it was just coming from them. It was like, nah, but mom's just throwing mom, me some Mom's throwing me some real hate. But also, what I do appreciate about that is, like, I wouldn't have the brand I have today without that. So, so in middle school, when I, my, my parents, again, were struggling immigrants, yep. couldn't, couldn't really afford time. So I remember the Spazikes came out in the seventh grade. Got Spazikes, it. right? The first okay. time they dropped. And I saw my mom. I was like, I want these shoes. She said, how much they are? I was like, I like, like, you know, 150, 200. She goes, who's going to buy that? Mm -hmm. I was like, you? Like, <laughs> she goes, nah. You don't grow in trees, bro. Nah. And then, so I couldn't get the, uh, the, um, the Spazikes. And all, I, got, I had friends that were just rocking this shit. And I, I used to wear airwalks in middle school. Yeah. My, fair, my folks couldn't afford shit. But that's where the, the, the birth of my brand really started because I got clowned so much for wearing airwalks. I was in my science class, seventh grade, Miss Teresi. I can't forget it. Mm. I started drawing shoes. Because I'm the like. What you wanted or picture yourself in? Yeah. So I was like, so for me, it was like, okay, I can't rock what you're wearing. Cool, great. But I, I've always been like artistic. I, I was in art school from fourth grade to ninth grade, right? So I couldn't rock what you were wearing, but at the same time, I can make some shoes on paper that you can never in your life ever rock. So that's where, like, that's where the whole birth of a brand for me mm -hmm. started. Because I started drawing shoes, then it became clothes. You feel me? But initially, though, what started out was on shoes because I got caught on my shoes. So I would draw like, just like renditions of shoes that I wanted to make that mm -hmm. I wanted to rock, and and that's literally the birth of it. Because so whenever I felt like somebody was clowning me, I would just go in my notebook and I would just draw. And I got in trouble because one time we were doing um. You know, or what's that little ice thing that smokes up? Is it dry ice? Mm -hmm. So we were doing dry ice that week, but I wasn't paying attention. I remember, like, I got in trouble heavy because I was like, I was drawing some shit, and we're supposed to do an like, experiment with the dry ice, right? And she looks at me. She goes, "Farouk, drop it in the bowl," and I'm not listening to her because I'm drawing. And she goes, "Farouk, drop it in the bowl," and I'm like, not listening. And she comes over, "What are you doing?" And they know how to teach me. Like, well, show the class what you're doing if you want. She showed the class, and they go. Oh, that's kind of nice. Uh, like, was, I she tried to embarrass you. She, she tried to, but because I was drawing a shoe, but I was yeah. listening to her, and like the whole class was like, "Oh, damn, that's fire!" And that's when I was like, "I know what I got," and that's literally where the whole idea of like I'm gonna just keep doing what I do started. And I didn't know it was gonna be some more, 
mm-hmm. until later in life. But that's where it started for me, though, in seventh grade. Go to that point. You get that response. What feeling did that, how did that make you feel when the cast like, hey, that's kind of clean. Like, because I know they're going <laughs> to, it's all about clothes and shoes for middle school kids and up. Right, right, right. And elementary school kids, they're going to be like, hey, that was clean. What was, what was that like? I'm not going to lie. It was validating. Like, I honestly didn't care anymore that I was in trouble. Granted, I got in trouble at the crib, but like, in school, I just felt like, I felt like I was him. I was like, ah, <laughs> you see, like, it was more so where it's like, people started acknowledging like, oh, you could draw for real? Like, that's, like, you good at it. Yeah, and it was like, oh, I I, I would have never guessed, yeah, you overlooked me type of shit. You feel me? Let me, let me Can ask. I cuss on her? You good. Okay, it's all cool. good. I was making straight. sure. It's making sure. Good. Um, during that phase of your life, your drawing. Right. What other thing, any extracurricular things were you involved in? Or was that, was it all about the arts and getting through that school process? Uh, basketball was the other thing that I like really gave me solace. I wasn't good at basketball. Again, I came out here when I was eight years old, so like I was already behind. People that mm-hmm. I was playing hoop with, like I didn't make, hooping. I didn't make the. So when I I tried out for the fifth grade team in elementary school, didn't make it, but I made the sixth grade team, and I would be I became the captain actually. So the fifth grade, like I just learned basketball. I mean, granted we had basketball now, for don't be wrong. Yeah, for sure. But I wasn't like really in it like that. Like I was yeah. just like whatever. It is what it is. When I came out here, like y'all good. Like y'all <laughs> practice this. They spend money on yeah, that. You stuff. feel me? Spend so money it's like, on that thing. And I'm in a bay, so it's like, that's like, uh, like yeah, hoop, yeah, for sexual, sure. everything. Yes, sir. So I came out here, and folks, is good. Like, real, like, fifth graders is hooping. I'm like, <laughs> they invested, the, parents invested money. What the fuck? So, yeah. like, so the fifth grade, I, 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 I tried out, didn't even come close to making it. So that whole year, I just, like, dedicated myself to basketball. And that's what I love my, that's what the love of basketball came from for me, because, like, I remember, like, dedicating myself to that. And then, so basketball and art were my two main bread and butter. So, just trying to integrate with the with the with the, with the kids yeah, as well. So, like you said, right, come and work on their craft. You dedicate to basketball, the art stuff. It's like I'm a, I play basketball, train all that stuff. How much time? How much time spending working on or drawing, trying to perfect your craft, get good? Did you do? Was it a couple hours a day? I did nonstop. I did on the way home, riding bus, whatever. How much time a day would you say you was working on that your art skills? So I say like this. So in the fourth grade, we had an art project. Like draw something you can like. Like you can like relate to. Mm-hmm. I just watched the Hundred and One Dalmatians, Cruella, and all that shit, right? So I drew Hundred and One Dalmatians, and I kid you not, hand to God, um, I got an early. Wait, you mean like you drew Hundred and One of them dogs? No, I didn't drew all oh, of them. Okay. I drew, I drew like right. a rendition, okay. of like that and a Cruella. Yeah. Oh, I'm in the fourth grade though. I got an early admission. I don't know how to. I don't know how to into art into the art institute in the Bay. I don't know where it was. I just know my parents got a letter. Wow. That told me like, oh, you're like. So it must have been good. It was apparently it was amazing because my teacher submitted it for my parents to get the letter right? right. So I got the admission into into art institute. I don't know what it is. It was a red emblem, um, and so off of that, my parents then put me into art school. They, that was validation for them to say, "Okay, let's." Yeah, because the minute I got that letter for, and they saw it, I was enrolled into art against my. Because again, <laughs> it was like after school, I'd have to go three hours after school every day. To go to art school, mm. I wasn't after going to school. All day. After going to school all day, I didn't like wow. that because for me, I'm like I I want to play with my friends. I want to kick it. But like the minute they got that letter, I was automatically enrolled in the fourth grade into art into art school. I didn't know that. I didn't know they could even do stuff. Like and that. and and that actually ran all the way into my eighth grade. So for four years, I was good. That's max hours. I, I hated it. Hours, I was though. good, but I hated because it it's like after school, they'd be like, "You want to do?" It? I'm like, "I can't. <laughs> I gotta. Go. I, I can't." Like. I hated it. I had to lie to my dad to actually get out of art school. Did you, did that hinder your relationship with your parents? Yeah, it did. Damn. It did. Because 
But you I, didn't see it then. That's no, even then I saw it because me and my dad wasn't the closest. So whatever my dad liked, I hated. Like I didn't. Mm. I wasn't the fondest of my father. I can say that now. But like now we have a great relationship or whatever. But like at the time, I was like, like my dad loved soccer. Mm-hmm. I was amazing at soccer. But the minute he took interest, I was like, ah, I'm go basketball. Like intentionally. Me? Yeah, intentionally. I was like, I don't want whatever you like. I don't want to do. Yeah. But the art school thing, my mom also liked it, and I love my mom. She's like my best friend at the mm-hmm. time. So I was like, I'm gonna do it. But I really didn't want to because it took away my like childhood for me. Like I had to like they wanted me to be like be the best so I can like do something and make money. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm because my dad is a naturally my dad can draw you. He can look at you and look away and draw you right now. Like my I get my talent from my dad. So that's something inherited too. Inherited for sure. But it's it's one of those things where it's like you know like as a kid you no just, we didn't see that we don't see it you despise him so much he's like I don't care doing something that I don't want to do too though yeah. I don't want to do this <laughs> I don't it's not what I want for me facts facts um damn that's 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 a good and that's a crazy to to get to that point they invested they see it in you and they immediately I'm still uh, astonished by that acceptance to the art school type thing though bro that's that's dope that's ridiculous I didn't know you could even do that like and then put you in a school in the fourth grade like I didn't know that either that's that's, that's crazy that's so why they put me in that movie. um. Get the middle school, high school, middle school situation with the classroom. Right. What high school did you go to? So I went to so I, I went to middle school in the Bay, mm-hmm. and then my dad had a business. And he sold African foods and stuff, right? <clears throat> all his clientele were like in the Valley, so we moved to Tracy. I don't know if you know. Oh that. yeah, yeah, for sure. We moved to Tracy, so I yeah. started high school in Tracy. So okay. I went to my all my middle school, elementary school was in the Bay. Went to Tracy. Totally dynamic change. Literally changed my whole life because my pops. Again, this is where I was at, like my dad for a minute. Y'all beefing. Because I'm like, bro, like. Why I'm, you moving me? I'm in middle school and you want to move me? Yeah. Now I got to start a whole school with people I don't even. And they look different in everything. I mean, as far as where you come from, the well, Bay Area, dynamic's different. In, the music. And Tracy, it's it's not like the Bay at all. Yeah, for sure. Not at all. It's different. So I'm like, we had like probably like 15 black kids in my school mm-hmm. at one point. I mean, granted, it grew, but like. At one point, I could literally count us. Like, it's crazy. But, I mean, it is what it is. I can't really do much about it. So I moved to the... Uh, so I went to high school at West, in, uh, West High. Okay. Now, <laughs> West High is very diversified. Now. But when I was there, I mean, it was diversified. Don't get me wrong, but, like, it wasn't a lot of culture. It was just, like, a lot of different looking people. Mm-hmm. But the culture now wasn't there. That was culture. The culture wasn't there. It was just, we looked different. Right. But the culture wasn't there at all. Dope. In any capacity. Still in the arts and down there or what do you, what do you uh, do? I mean do you struggle being there your first year do you no, I definitely you jump right in I definitely struggle I, 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 so when I when I started school like I just wanted to make friends like I, I didn't really like I didn't care mm-hmm. like art wasn't like my thing I wasn't trying to be the art like I, I just wanted to make friends like cause again I'm new right so the the, the, the the folks that I met outside of school cause we moved in the summer so like I got a chance to meet a couple people like playing basketball at the park and this yeah. and the third, you feel me? So like I met a couple people at the at the park, and I actually met one of my clothes like one of the people that helped me create. This is crazy. The the person Brandon, the person that helped me create the the name Abas. Mm-hmm. I actually met him the summer before I even started school. But we like we didn't lock in though. We just we just hooped. Associated with each other. We just, we just like hooped that. like because my house isn't literally in front of the park. That common alley, eh? You hooped, park. Yeah, hooped. So we went to the park, we hooped, it was what it is, and then I saw this nigga at school. And it's like, oh shit, you go here too? Yeah. Okay. Cool. But like later on in life, he helps me come up with the name A Bass, which is crazy not think about it. I never thought about that. That's dope. That, that, that's is like the timing is everything. We spoke already before. Timing, the timing is right? everything, yeah. Growing up through there, man, you're you developing as a as a young man, gentleman, going through life. 
what did you inspire to be? Like, look look forward to doing? What did you have your mindset on at that point? What, what was what was on your number one in the option ninth, or plate? Ninth, ninth, tenth, tenth and eleventh grade, I wanted to be a doctor. Okay, that was strictly that was, just you. You wanted to be that. Always. I I wanted I wanted to be a doctor. Okay. Specifically, a psychologist is what I wanted to be. Right. Which is a doctor, obviously, but yeah. I remember going to um, what's that thing called the little fair things y'all do, um, the, the school fairs, whatever. Yeah, you college to, fair or something like that. Whatever. I just wanted to be a psychologist. Like right. one of my biggest thing was I want. I didn't understand my father and the way he thought, and I wanted to understand it. And for me, psychology was the only, was the only way I could do that. Trying to get inside his head. His, think, his head. He was looking at stuff or looking at me to do stuff. You wanted Fat, to make sure that Literally. And, and and I wanted to be, a, mm. from 9th, 10th, and 11th grade, I wanted to be a psychologist. So somewhere in the 12th grade, something just switched to me. I was just like, I don't care anymore. But I still went to college, and I still submitted in psychology for the first year and a half. And then once I learned some things, and I could just look at my father and have empathy, and I was like, I don't care anymore. That's a key word, though, empathy. Because the more you learn about somebody or engage mm-hmm. communication or conversation, you can have the empathy, but you know, okay, I'm, I feel different about you. Right, right. But if you don't get to that point, like I'm in a mental health field there too, so I'm okay. like, you know what I mean? I'm a mental health family advocate at the John F. Kennedy High School in South Shack, <laughs> Green Haven Pocket, whatever. My Kennedy alumni, but yeah, um, shout out to my hoop, my boys, my hoop team, man. Love y'all boys. Um, yeah, because until you try to, I mean, you break down that barrier of communication or you say, oh, you know what, let me just listen to somebody. Just let me listen. Cause a lot of kids I talk to, they want somebody to listen. They just want somebody, he or she won't listen to me before, you know, we're in a, we're in a city of society where we're judgment. The, like I said, these devices, right. these phones, they, the judgment, they look for that, whatever, that relief, that like button, but sometimes, or most of them now, like, okay, it's me- disrupting them so much, now they're reeling back in, they want somebody to hear about their story, hear their struggles to, maybe we can understand where they come from, that way we may understand better to help them. Facts. If we right. listen, try to find commonalities, or somebody else, if I can't do it, I'll give, hey, I know somebody who can relate to you, maybe you talk to him. Yeah. Because yeah. that way we can support and change the outcomes of what, you know what I mean? Facts. So uh, definitely that, that's something that is needed and it can help in all walks of life though. Hey, We're doing this right here, this platform. <laughs> we speaking, I, I'm, I'm sure somebody watching. I'm sure somebody gonna be inspired. I'm sure it's not, you're not the only guy from Nigeria. <laughs> you no, feel me? So fact, hopefully it's a lot everybody else tapping. Oh no, I know it's a lot of men. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of, but it's in the world. It's just, everybody can watch this. All y'all across the world watch this. I want everybody across the world to get on this. Yeah, but definitely, that. man, um, that. that's that's a, that's a it's a space now that we're tapping into. But also want to be intentional while we're in that space because mm. it can it can help change, save lives. Yeah. Especially our youth, though. I mean, as we know, man, it's different for them right now. Right. It's totally different. Right. Through through our high school. High school's a mother. I mean, if you make it through high school, man, I just want to say this to you real quick. Man. Especially now, more so. I was like, man, I enjoy mine so much, but now I don't see the joy in, in school. Going to high, yeah, going. I'm like, I loved going to school, seeing the homies, hooping, going to dances, hanging out. I went to class. Like, I love going to class. I had one, maybe I had one or two teachers. Like, uh, but I was in class. Why? Because all my homies in class. In class. Yeah, we're in, yeah, we're yeah. in class we're in together. Class, yeah. We're in Facts. class. And now it's like I try to find why y'all not in class. Or what's what's the why, why are they self medicating outside yeah, to do other stuff yeah, so they yeah. can't be around or feel certain things or just not Facts. go to class like that's the thing I'm still struggling with trying to figure out how can I help these be in class yeah, but also helping that. teachers relate to make the class find a way to make the class more a fun. way to be or even just more relatable activities okay. right so I know not, teachers don't like phones like that so right but mm-hmm. now you gotta integrate a cell phone in your classroom because let's take a quiz on your cell phone now I literally never understood that whole like get off your like w- like what was I doing. In high school, like no hold the, don't be on your phone. That was yeah. like a big thing for us. You on your phone, you get in trouble. Right. I I literally don't understand. Like, what did it hinder? So for you, I think me speaking, I'm educated too. Okay. Teacher, professor, whatever you want to call it, a little bit of everything. 
during your, I think your phase even back then not thinking back then right <laughs> I tell him man I was uh, the, the four zero he was like what yeah man I've been around a, a minute I've been in education right. for Kinda graduating two thousand moons yeah <laughs> right a couple right moons. but it's like it was still new back then so that's what it was like I was probably the one to like hey put it away but now with the technology and the able to like cahoots online take tests do exams right. you can cr- you can bring it over you can bridge the both to where you know okay look as a teacher I gotta bend a little bit mm-hmm. but now I'm gonna put you hey put your phone I got a test to do. It's interactive. Right. Now right. you get kids, oh man, the competition, they ain't mm-hmm. trying to lose, but they get an assignment done and they're getting points for your assignment. So yeah. as, as an educator, if we help maneuver and shift that that what, uh, that movement with that, but right. be intentional in teaching through a, a device that's going to help the kids learn because that's what they own. Right. You got to meet them where they're at. They're, they got <laughs> Google Chromebooks, smartphones, they got, they got iPods at school now, so that's the thing I know. But I was like that first, but I was like, nah, we got to do a better job at that. Right. And you get a mantra too, because I'm still like, look, sometimes y'all got to learn how to listen because... I tell y'all that phone ain't gonna be there all the time. Oh, what if it go out? That battery go dead. You know that Wi-Fi go out. You like, oh, <laughs> I've seen kids struggle, bro. Right, right, right. That phone, that phone, they just like, they can't function. Right. That's the only down part about that. But you gotta function without it. That's why, I sh- and, you know, I, I stress communication, advocating for yourself. You know, what right. I'm saying not just sending messages to teachers or emails all the time. Go talk to them. <laughs> go talk to your teacher. And I said, I went up to my teacher. Hey, what's up? I was I was big on the emails in college. Like I wish I just pulled up one of my professors. Like, hey man, this is what I'm going through. Everything was like. Everything was email, mind you. They was understanding, but like I feel like they would have took an extra step for me. Like, oh no, 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 I see you. Like, I, you are hu- I see you as you. physically. Because when I see you, I see the human in you. It's different. You know I mean? Like we've met once before. I got some, got a shirt before I picked up, but it wasn't like that. But yeah. then now coming in, the aspect of just following each other, comment, getting messages back and forth. But then now it's like, okay. Now we're speaking. It's like okay. Now nah, I really, I really see what bro doing. Yeah, I, I really see, see what yeah. you got going on. I can feel that the message only do so much. But now we're in the same vibe, same room. The vibe or yeah, okay, it's, it's genuine. You can feel the energy. You can feel energy. You can feel surely. it. You can feel energy, bro. And that's what I was saying. Like I, I've been again. I've been seeing what you do, and I'm just like, when well, I'm gonna get on, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I just I appreciate. Put me it. up. I'm like, put me in, yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. Put yeah. Hey, me no. in the game. Hey, made made the made the call made the call a couple <laughs> days ago. But say, do say, hey, yep. Yeah, it's good. What time? I'm near. <laughs> you know what I mean? That means something for real, man. Yeah. That, that's super solid. Facts. So we talk about college, man. Come out of high school, where you? I'm a homebody. I'm gonna stay close. College. Where did you do? Where did you end up going? How'd you pick your school? On, honest to God, I, I went to the first letter that came into the house. College wasn't something that I... So I'm Nigerian, so my parents were big on college. Like, you have to go to college. Like, <laughs> hey, I was going <laughs> to... Hey, I know that I do know, right? I got a lot of Nigerian homies, boys, I, boys I've coached, boys I know now. Like, the, I'm, their education, parents, everyone they I interviewed. They about that. Yeah, you know, I'm tired to shoot. Uh, UC, Rock, Blue, all them, you know, those boys. Like, Rock, yeah. Blue, those boys. Like, yeah. they're like... Their parents didn't play. They don't play like, that. They know. So my parents was like, you have to go to college. I was like, all right, man. I'm like, the first college we get, I told my mom, like, look, the first letter to come in is where I'm going. Taking it. What was Sac it? Sac State. Sac State. Was the first letter I got. Like, mind you, I got UCR, I got San Diego, but I literally, because I didn't care. I didn't get So you I, said, oh, yeah, I, it's there. I'm taking it. I didn't care. Like, I was just like, I know, because I had good grades in high school, because, I, again, I had to with my parents. They wouldn't play? Like, so it's like, when it was time, I was like, wherever, wherever come first is where we going. And Sac State happened to come first, and I was like, so you don't, you don't got to go that far down the road. Yeah. But now, away from home, mm-hmm. what was that like? Liberating. <laughs> it was liberating. Yeah. Also, also hindering though, because I feel like because I, I finally had a freedom that I never had before. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to maintain it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, with well, whatever, like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, we outside. I'm outside. Cause what year did you get there? Uh, 2012. 
2012. Yeah. I'm trying to think what movement was that going on in SAC 2012. Damn, I don't I'm, know. Trying, I was I'm telling college. my age I, now. I don't know. <laughs> I am telling my age now. I'm trying to think what movement that 2012. Uh, I mean, 2012. I just know. So that was uh, was ew, yeah. So y'all SAC State. It was lit. So I mean, that was what club? You was youngster, but then Club Blush was downtown. J Street was popping. But you go, no, you went to the frat parties off. I mean, the not frat parties. The parties off 65th. Yep. That way. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Man, the law. 65th. Yeah, yeah. The UVs. UVs. Heavy enough. Okay. Over there. You get here, and then major yeah. is still psychology at the point. At the time, yes, yeah, psychology, time. psychology for a year and a half. Um, we already started talking about struggles and stuff and like that successes already. But oh, yeah, no, I, I was broke, so you get though. the co- okay. Let's let's hit let's hit it I then. So coming coming here, yeah. leaving the crib from Tracy. Yeah, ramen uh, noodles and what, what was you eating? Though? Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. I have I remember a story when I was literally looking for quarters on the floor to go buy ramen. Like not because mind you, like people be like, oh, you're my. My mom's they, a nurse. They assume that. My mom's a nurse, right? Yeah. So people look like, granted, people assume you're going to go to your parents, right? But at the same time, my parents didn't agree with my lifestyle. Mm. So because of my lifestyle wasn't what they wanted, they didn't support me. Because mm. like, people be like, oh, but your mom, she may, mm, okay. But my mom was big on like, if you don't want to do what I say, you got to go get it on You got to go do what you want to do and get it how you want. So I remember, like, I got kicked out. So yeah. we're going to fast forward. We're going to come back to it, though, it's right? All good. Do what you so, so do. freshman year, I live in the dorms, right? Yep. Sophomore year, I get kicked out the dorms. So I'm homeless for about like five to six months. I lived in my car. I hope y'all, again, <laughs> had resources, but chose to be his own man. Mom said, nah, if you're going to do this, okay. Get kicked out of the dorm living situation. First, and the first thing you don't do is call home. I don't, because they, mm. they, they can't know that. My mom mm. would kill me. I was like, I mm. can't tell her. But I can't even say I kicked out. I, didn't get, I wasn't allowed to move into the dorms my sophomore year. Like, I pulled up on my stuff. Uh-uh. It's moving day. And they, and they said, oh, your name's Farouk? Come to the office. Let's talk to you real quick. And mind you, because, so, <laughs> so I was talking to my RA, which is the residential yep. advisor. Oh, here, you know, that dorm life for some of y'all. I was talking to the RA in freshman year, and she was like, this girl got her home. Because, again, I, I had my own, my home. I had a super single freshman year. Mm-hmm. So my, my mom, fresh going to college, was like, I'll get you a super single. Mm-hmm. So I had my own room. I didn't share a room or nothing like that, right? I try to get her to do it again. Sophomore, she's like, nah, we ain't doing that. Like, you got a freshman year? Sophomore, you're going to get a roommate. I was like, I really don't want a roommate. And so my RA was like, well, this girl in the past, like just a year ago, she's able to get her own room because she put her profile. Because you know how, like, people match her profile to be right. roommates? Uh-huh. She was like, this girl got a, her roommate because she put a crazy-ass profile and nobody matched her. Nobody went with her. So I was like, I'll bet. So I went schizo. Dang. I went. I said, "My name's Farouk. I, I got ADHD. I got Tourette's. Dang, I got you know about you, you can't get in the building with that. Didn't know that. Ooh. Somebody matched with me, regardless, though. He ain't reading all of that. He just read my name's Farouk. And then when he read it after, it was like, I'm kind of scared. So they called me like, "Hey, we have to like check you, like background, and all that. Make all sure that. you're okay." And I told him like, honestly, was I was trying. I was playing. I was trying to get my own room, but <sighs> they were like, "Well, you got to go talk to him to make sure it's good." Okay. I was like, "Bet." So I have a conversation with him, and I tell him, oh, did. if nobody matches with you, you get your own room. Uh-huh. He goes, wait, what? I was like, yeah, like, if you don't match with anybody, you get your own room for the year. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't know that. Mind you, he said it's good to move in. He calls the office the next day. Denied like, you. I don't, I don't want him in there. Because get my own nigga, room. That, you feel me? <laughs> so basically, your playing card, he played it back on you. Oh, God, and he got his own room. But <sighs> So they're like, yeah, we can't let you move in. So mind wow. you, I'm... I'm in Sac. I'm in Sacramento. Yeah, I'm supposed to be going to college. My parents think I'm in the dorms. You live in where? In my car. What my kind sister, of car was it? It was a Honda Civic, 2000. A little car. Uh, a Honda Civic 98. A little Honda. Little Honda. My sister moved to Sac though, like a 
two weeks after that, so I was able to crash in her spot once in a while. Okay. But she was on a move because she, she was going to um, Carrington College. Oh, Carrington, yeah. She was on a move so much that like I couldn't even catch her. Like, so it was like, cause mind you, I don't have a regular. Just you feel me? So, um, mm. my sister is. So once in a while, I'll go crash at her spot and all of that. Oh, this, it's all good. Live ended. Um, once in a while, I, I would just crash at her spot, but for the most part, though, and that's when, uh, honest to God, a lot of my friends didn't even notice. That's when yeah. I started drinking a lot. Uh-uh. Then what? Because <laughs> it's, it's funny to say this out loud. Uh, so my friend Erica, right? My friend Erica, my be- my best friend Erica. Um, that's when we, that's when I started drinking a lot because I would I would drink, and I would get drunk to the point where I couldn't leave your spot. So you, that's how they. So they'd be like, "Oh, just pass out on the couch." I don't think they even realized to this day. But that's when I started. Dr- I would drink to the point where I'd have to like pass out on your couch. Now, was that a was that you said purpose? It, pur- it was on purpose because I knew like you're not gonna let me drive. So I was like, I'm gonna drink. I would do it from different people too. So I would drink. Damn. And be like, all right, I'm drinking. And they're like, oh, he drank too much. Just pass it on the couch. But I would alternate. But also, my, my friends, Puni and Armit, they made me a little futon in the, in the crib. Mm-hmm. And they was like, yeah. Like, they knew my situation. They, they knew what I was going through. Nobody else did. They did. Mm-hmm. So they made me a little futon in the crib, and I would just crash on there too every now. But, I, but I'm not the type of person where it's like, I'm going to just stay there full on. So I would, like, alternate where I was at. But yeah. I knew if I needed something, and I'll be all, I can go to Puni and Harmeet's spot. Now... That's I mean again people I've been in college the alcohol consumption all that stuff can get crazy, right? But how how bad did it get for you? With the, with um, that? it wasn't too terrible because I was lightweight. I wasn't drinking like that like that. Okay, so like, it wasn't like something crazy. But like I was in a place where it's like I was like I I I, I can't. How long did it take for you to get out of that? Uh, maybe last like a month and a half, and then I was just like, and then I started working on getting my own spot because eventually the school had to refund me eventually though, but it took them a while. So, like, so with that funds that came back, you could put, try to get on your feet yeah, get, so get established somewhere. The school literally, like, so like I was, I was in the. So I had to talk to the because yeah. they were trying to kick me out of the school completely. Mom would have like, went crazy. <laughs> she would. You wouldn't me. be here right now. I would not be here, but like, so they tried to kick me out the whole school completely. So um, after I, I kicked out the dorms, and I remember the person that kicked me out the dorms. Every time I see him on sax, I'd be like, and he a black man. I'm like, bro, what, what the fuck? <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, but they say, man, all skin folk are kin folk. You feel me? But yeah. it's like, I, I, I leveled with you. You, I, you saw I'm an intelligent man, and you still felt like whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. But they kicked me out of school, and he told me like, you'll get refunded. We have to go through a review process. Yeah, all that. And that review took months. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it didn't take you months to take my money, but it took months to get it Facts. back. So I had to meet with the dean consistently. Four times. Yeah. Four times. The dean thought it was funny. Nobody else. The dean thought it was funny. He laughed, and I'm like, mm-hmm. if the boss laughing, why, why, why this man that's in charge of tripping? Because he didn't take it lightly at all. Like the, the black dude that kicked me out of Sac State mm-hmm. at the dorms didn't think it was funny at all. Because I literally was like trying to talk to him, right? And I giggled. He was like, it's not funny. I'm like, okay. serious? Okay, yeah, but I feel the, what you mean. But the dean was like, that's hilarious. Like you tried. I was like, yeah, I just thought it would like. Oh. Based on what you tried to get, yeah, and the he thought he was like that's funny. He said, "But you're college kids, right? We college, like we're nineteen years old." Like, yeah. And he was like, "He was like that wasn't the smartest thing, but it's funny though." Right? Like he saw the humor in it and what I was trying to do. Exactly. Whereas the dude, but Probably mind you, also maybe the dude that was black was expecting more out of me because he is better. black. Like do better, dude. like you feel right. me? So it could be, and like, he could have saw the intelligence in you. Like I know you're a smarter man. Yeah. You feel me? But that's and being nineteen, we may not see that like that because we nineteen are not thinking that way. 
Yeah, but again, you, know, you never know what investment they may see. In, right. Or also, it could. I mean, I'm not sure you say the year before though too, right? He probably seen the year before too. Was like yeah, this dude ain't never been no problem. Now he went to try. You know what I mean? Now, now he went, went to the deep end. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Freshman year, I was killing it. I had, yeah. I had almost all straight A's. Like real. Yeah. Year. Like, yeah. School. School's never been a problem for me. I yeah. Never, I never had a hard time in school. Like it's always been. Yeah. Um. Because that first year major, when do you switch your major? Why? How do you do that? What do you um, do? Um. I switched my major a year and a half in. To what? I switched it to sociology. Okay. Getting to that, man, you still, you're learning things, the brain's going like. It's very similar to psychology. It's just, it's, it's less, less an analysis, less, less analytical. Okay. So like for me, once, once I went through psychology, I remember freshman year, me and my friend Puni, we got the two highest score in that class on the test. I got a hundred, he got a 98. And she said it like, this is the highest anybody's ever scored. Once I got that, and I, understand, I started to understand why. Like, I started to understand why my father thought the way he thought. I no longer cared because the more no I... Longer, you said no longer cared, cared about what? The more I understood, the more empathy I had. Mm. I didn't want that. So I just, like, stopped. You didn't want to feel that way? I didn't want to have empathy for this. I didn't like it. I, did, I didn't like him. Wow. Like, oh, okay, yeah, pops. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. like, the minute I was like... The minute I could say I understand, I was like, ah, I Other don't want to understand. Other way. I don't yeah. want to understand. Like, I, way. I'm mad at you, so I don't yeah. understand. Other way. And, and then, so crazy. the minute that happened, I was like, yeah, we're going to sociology. <laughs> we learn everybody. At what point do you begin? And you're how old right now? 28. 28. Lived a little. A little Been bit. through some stuff. A little bit. A little bit. Get through college. Yeah. Get that degree. How, how was that feeling for mom and pops? Oh, yeah. Euphoric. They they was going crazy. And that's that's when I saw, like... My college, most people post like college graduation as a college graduation. It's for the parents. My college graduation was the epiphany to how much I'm, I accept my father now. Hmm. I, I mean, I archived it now, but on my post, like it was me and my father hugging my graduation, my graduation cap. Do everything. And that's when I saw my father like different. I was like, I get it. Hmm. I get it. Respect for you, though. Yeah, for, for, for seeing that, though. As a male one, right. But then also, I mean, it's, it ain't never going to be easy for us, regardless, father there or not there. But then also, now you're ten, you like that's a major accomplishment for you. But I can imagine what pops was like, even though I know he butted heads, he may not <laughs> like me, he probably whatever. Right. But this is what I was trying to get him to. Right. This right here. Right. And 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 we had a conversation when he said like, because like, my dad started trying to when I was eighteen when he dropped me off at college. Right. He tried to hug me, and I said, "What are you doing?" I literally spazzed on him like, what you, what, what you don't like? He literally was crying and tried to hug me. Because like, he knew what he was dropping his son off. I was like, what you, what, what you, know, you, you know, You're no longer the little daddy boy type. Like, what my, you doing? Like, he's dropping you off We somewhere. don't do this. Like, we, we never, my mom told me I love you when I was like 22, the first time. So the affection was never shown affection, too much. Affection wasn't big. Mm. It wasn't big. So like, okay. me, me graduating and like, seeing my father cry and like seeing the joy he had and he got all dressed up and all of that oh yeah telling all his partners like my son you. graduated like I'm like oh you really proud of me for real. like it, it took that for me to be <laughs> like oh you love me for real like, that's the, the, the 18 years nine, whatever years he was just like it just probably holding up like yeah that graduation he could just go it's, it's all out I'm going full he in he went crazy and I was just like damn and I was like the acceptance came I apologize for not seeing what you was trying to do because I don't get it because when I'm not you but at the same time, like I appreciate you for being, like me and my dad have a relationship now. We we have an understanding. Like we're not we're not the closest, obviously. Yep. But like I, I would say, my father loves the way he does, and it's just like I can't I can't try to make you me. 
You, you, you're you. And I think he was trying to make you, you. And, exactly. And not you, him back then. Exactly. But you know what I mean? Like, just exactly. be you, son, but I make sure I'm going to keep you during these paths so you don't, you can avoid some stuff that pops went through. Exactly. So you can avoid some bumps that pops went through because you can imagine what mom and dad had to go through just to get all, here. They went through. My just mom, to, we just talked about that three days, three, four days ago. We talked about what they had to do before, like, before we came to America and, like, what they was doing. But it's like, even my dad had a business too, though. That's another thing, like, and it's like, bro, I'm my father's son to it. <laughs> you know, and moms always say, you just <laughs> bro, I used to drive me nuts. It still You does. look just like your dad. You, I'm like, I look okay, I, I know all that's true, but don't I tell look, me that. I, I look exactly me like too. my father. That's the crazy part. Me too. I said my father has hair. My dad got dressed this long still. He's like, from Jamaica. And it's, but it's like, <laughs> I look exactly like <laughs> this man. Too. And it's like, I do too. he bro. had a business and all of that. And it was, my mom was like, yeah. you're your father's son. And I, f I used to fight it so much. Like, nah. Yeah. But now I'd be like, yeah, that's my dad. Like, that's my daddy. Like, I I can't front it. Yeah, the sooner I, I admit it, the more I, the, the faster I can succumb and surpass what he ever did. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that too, bro. Um, that's not, that's not even funny because it's so true. At what point do you think? Okay, now what? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna put this thing on a shirt. I'm, I'm gonna start something and put this together and and, and turn it into something that something more. inspiring, something that meaningful, something that's colorful. I mean, the, col <laughs> the colorways. I mean, everything, man. Something that's you, right? Something that's you, but also it can be for everybody because it's positive message. It's no age limit, no color on it. It's for any, know, and any, any and everybody, any um, person. So when I was 17, like I said, uh, shout out Brandon McGee. I, I would never go a day in life and not shut that man out. That's love, um, man. Shout out Brandon McGee. One more time. Appreciate um, you, dog. So it's like me and Brandon were playing basketball, right? And I, the crazy part is for New Year's, I plan to go to that park and just sit there with a champagne bottle and pop it. So me and Brandon was playing basketball at a park, uh, um, not Cavanaugh Park. Uh, it's a park in Tracy across the way from our, like, so we live in Westgate, but across mm -hmm. the street is a park. I forgot what it was. My friend Tyrell lived in that corner. Um, so we went to that park. We were playing basketball, right? And we were playing one-on-one. -on -one. I'm, comp I'm competitive. I'm comp as a competitive as it comes. So I'm talking shit, but I'm losing, though. So I start saying, you ain't never been about shit. Like, because I'm losing. I'm trying to get in his head. Right. You ain't never been about shit. You ain't never been yeah. about shit. Like, you ain't shit. I'm like, you ain't shit. How kids be talking? Shit. How, how kids me? be talking and, and going he in? Say, he say, one response, I always been about something. Always. I said, What? I was been about something and I paused. We literally paused together and I said, Hey Bass. <laughs> and he said, What? I'm like, always, always been about But something. at the time it was always been about something. Okay. It wasn't be about something. Be. It was always been. been I always been about something. That, okay. that's why it started off as ass for okay. real. He said, I always been about something. I'm like, nah, you ain't been about shit. He said, I always been about something. We stopped. And we just thought like, hey bass. And I'm like, oh shit, that's fire. Like for, <laughs> for some reason that was it like stuck. We, we I was always told just like when coaching, talk about applying pressure, picking up full court. Right. But I was like, man, I, I got, not just for now, something to stick for longevity. Forever. I was like, stay doing. I was like, and then somebody told me, when you know, Jay, you know. No, yeah, no. And I was like, stay applying pressure. I was like, ooh, I'm right. like. That's hard. I'm like, in anything you do, like, stay, applying stay pressure. doing it. And I'm like, but the, when you, when you know, you, you know. You know. <laughs> like, in, in, in that moment, it hit me in a way that I, like, I just, couldn't let go of it. So like when we started A Bass, right? It was just something. It was seven. It was me and like my seven closest friends in high school, right? Well, six of us. So I was told of seven of us, but 
six of my other closest friends. So we just said a bash on something like, "Hey man, don't be a bitch, be about something like." <laughs> yeah. Like if we were doing something, we'd be like a bash, man. Like it was our slogan. That was a, that was a motto. That was just a motto. We right. did it, and I was like, "Bro, this gotta be big." Like in my head, <laughs> I was like, "This is more than this." Like, uh huh. So I started designing shirts on Custom Ink. That's a website you can go. On, yeah, like, yeah. At graphics and shit. Sorry. So my first shirt that I ever designed on Custom Ink, I still got the picture to this day. It's it's the you know how the Hulk yell out because at the time it was called a bash click. Okay. Because we were like a click. Yeah. So it's a bash click. So the first thing I ever designed was the Hulk. Normally the Hulk yells out smash. Right. In, in the comics and shit. Right? Yeah. It was the Hulk, but he yelled out a bash click. That was okay. the first thing I ever drew. And then my homie Max, uh, Max Duenas, or Duenas, my bad for saying fucking up your you name. You get it. Um, mm-hmm. He went to Mexico. Like he went to Mexico. Like he goes, he's he goes to Mexico regularly, right? Mm-hmm. He went to Mexico, and um, he made us these bracelets, a bass bracelets. Like it was like hand. So you got to see it on something. And this was like probably like eight nine years ago because I had the picture on my Instagram still. Um, he made us bracelets, and. And like the more we did shit like that, and then my friend, one of our friends, Xander, um, went out my freshman year in college. Was like, oh, let's all get Cuban links, yeah. Cuban chains, yeah. and just call it A Bash links. You feel me? Mm-hmm. He didn't call it that though, but that's what I assimilated to. Right. He said, let's just get A Bash chains. Mm-hmm. So we all got like these Cuban gold links. Yeah. You feel me? And it was our A Bash chain. Like so, we kept doing things that was making us like. Part just of branding clip, your yeah, you branding your, your squad, your market. And I'm like, yeah. I'm in my mind. I'm like, nah, it's more than us. Yeah. It's more than this. You feel me? Yeah. So, my sophomore year, I, no, not sophomore, probably junior year. Then I saw, I was like, nah, I'm gonna just start. So I text, I text, I put all these niggas in the group chat, and I said, how y'all feel if I started a brand? Because again, even though me and Brandon started it, mm-hmm. it was our thing. Multiple, yeah. You feel me? So That's I texted right. him. I was like, how y'all feel if I started a brand called A-Bass? And I want nobody to come back and sue me later when I get big. <laughs> I literally put that in the chat. I still got that chat to this yeah, day yeah. For, 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 for lawyer reasons. And shit, yeah. Right? But I put it in the chat, and I was like, how y'all feel if I started a brand? And the first thing I, would, I drew was a, was a baseball jersey. And they all got it, too, to this mm-hmm. day. Um, and I was like, how y'all feel if I, if I make a brand? They're like, go ahead. And I was like, all right. And two weeks later, I started my first shirts. And then that's how that that's how that whole thing started. And now we're here. Now we're here. How many shirts do you know? How many rough estimate? How many design drop shirts have you are you out now? Drops that you got people can cop. Where you at now? What number? Just the estimate. You got to be. I'm definitely. I'm definitely twenties or thirties for sure. Twenties or thirties. And while we're on that right now, you give out all your socials right now. Y'all pay attention. Go Instagram. Um, Follow the kid. Everything social media is A B A S clothing. On everything, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, not Facebook, but Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Pinterest, ABAS clothing. Um, and then for Facebook, it's ABAS 2.0 because I had to change my Facebook because you know Facebook yep. advertising purposes and shit. But yep. yeah, ABAS 2.0 on Facebook. But everything else, ABAS clothing. Yeah, tap just, in, just find the, the the accurate man. You'll get an update when any drop comes. Any a, discount come, any, any, any plus drop, come, right. anything come, anything yeah. new. And, and we drop we drop regularly. We Random drop. on a Tuesday <laughs> night, you might get a text message from a little DM or less. I mean, I don't know if you do VIP stuff. I don't know if you get but if everybody getting nah, it, all do. you got to do is follow because you're going to get the message. On GLD, we, do, <laughs> we do a lot of VIP stuff too. So if you, yeah. if you sign up for a text message list, you get a lot of VIPs, a lot of discounts, a lot of a lot of early drops, a whole lot of everything. You feel me? So like, How busy in. is the business keeping you right now? Uh, right now I'm busy because I just had to drop about a week and a half ago. Okay. 
Um, it ain't always like that. I'm not gonna paint the picture where it's like it's booming, booming. Like it, it was at one point where I was getting. The, there was a point in time when me and my sister, shout out Mech, um, we had to make 434 shirts in three days. That was crazy to me. And you're pressing them yourself. We're doing it ourselves. Like the shirts you yourself. have is one of them. Yeah, I already know. So it's like we have 434, 30, 39, whatever the number is, 400 up. That's, plus. that's non-stop hours we literally made shirts for three days straight we didn't sleep bro and shout out to her man because like she don't get enough credit and she's amazing and if you have never pressed a shirt on your own <laughs> try it one time and holler at me because i've seen it myself i tried myself failure on my end man but uh to, to press 400, 400 oh my didn't sleep yeah that you, wasn't you, even you, you it, was, it was probably five days i'm I, I lost the count of days because my because we were making shirts for so long that one of my homies dre that I met at the time, so we're close friends now, but he met me on that tip. He came to my office and just I had like, you know, chop it up and talk about his business. Bruh. He started folding shirts for me. He saw That's how dope. busy I was, was like, need bro, you need some help? Like, bro. I was like, I ain't gonna lie, I do. Like, I dope. need help. He, That's like, and that's how I met, uh, that's how I met this nigga, like. That's solid though, I mean, and, and we locked in ever since, so it's like. That's definitely dope. But the, the, there's times where the business is crazy, and I took, yeah. a, I took a little hiatus, went to Africa and all of that, but. Now, because I just dropped, I am busy, and I have a bunch of things that I'm, that I'm working on. I got a bunch of ads running. So I am busy now, but I can't paint the picture where it's like it's always been yeah. like this. So there's times where I don't get shit. Like, there's times where three or four days, I don't get a, I don't get a single order. And But I'm going to say, even based upon watching Young Fella this summer, old sack every weekend. Oh, yeah. Outside facts, posted facts. that. Yeah. Every pop-up shop. Oh, yeah. Always. Sack, whatever. He's at every. He's at everything. He's at everywhere, you know what I mean? But that's what you got to do to get out there. But also, I, in me trying to, not me also being in the business, but learning just entrepreneurship or podcast stuff, like, the consistency. Yeah. But I know, but got to ask this, has there, has there been a day or time when you feel like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to hang it up. Ha! <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, I went through a traumatic experience with, from January all the way to March. That's why I went to Africa. I went through a lawsuit. I don't talk about it. I have never talked about this ever. It's the first time I'm talking about it. I went through a lawsuit. Right right? I went through a lawsuit. Um, fucked up my whole shit, man. Fucked up my whole shit. Like, my people closest to me at the time I had a girlfriend, she didn't even know I was going through this. Mm. I, I didn't know how to tell. Like, for me to reach a height that I was at and like to have this, like, I didn't know how to, like, talk about it. Mm. So nobody, like... People that worked for me didn't know. My assistant didn't know. No, like I just you I try, thought, you take on try taking a hair. I yourself. just thought it would go away. Like I just like if I just if I just ignore it long enough, it'll go away. Like I literally thought that. Mm. So that happened, and like when the shit when when the result came in, I was fucked. It took everything for me. Um, I then booked the ticket to Africa. I went to Africa. Met, attached so to I, I so I. I went to my friend's wedding, Jordan Kaji's wedding in uh, in Louisiana mm. in April, I think like 28th, 29th. And from there, I flew straight to Africa. And I was there for a month and some change. I wasn't going to come back. Like, I literally was not going to. I was supposed to come back in two weeks. I extended my ticket a, a week and then did it another week. And did it an, like, I just kept extending because I was like, I'm not coming back. Mm. Like, there's no, like, I didn't see that because it was like I reached a height where I was like, bro, I was doing so great. And everything I take from it, it's like, mm -hmm. like how do I, how do I show face now? That's mm -hmm. how I felt. I was so busy on people's opinion on me. Mm -hmm. I didn't care about what I was actually going through. So when I came back, mind you, the the brand ain't what it is anymore. Like, <laughs> it lost 
I lost all hope for it because like I was doing sort I was in a mark to scale for real. Like I was at the point where I can scale that to like seven, mm. six like figures and all that. But like having to go through that, it was like come back down to earth. And I and then I lost notoriety. I, I lost like everything. Like I wasn't I wasn't dropping. Mm-hmm. I wasn't post. I didn't post nothing on my. I was just it was just there. And I started applying for jobs. And that's something I regret to this day. But I was in a place where I started applying for like I was like, well, I got a degree, so like let me go like see what mm-hmm. I. I actually I got hired for three jobs. Mm. And something in me was just like, nah, I don't want it. The first time I got, I was like, I got hired for a marketing firm. Cause I had an experience in marketing mm-hmm. and for some reason I was like ah, the, I said to myself I don't like the hours and eh. I like I got hired three different jobs that could pay me a hundred grand at least a year and I said what the fuck am I doing mm. like I had to like talk like bro do I want to do this but granted I'm not knocking nobody that has a job like if you have a job and have a side hustle do that because I had a job before I quit it mm-hmm. I quit too early but once I quit it was no going back go it was no going back for me go but it's like in. but it's like if you have a job and got a side hustle, keep that as long as you can until you can like really mm-hmm. boom all that. I quit my job too soon. I can say that for real. Mm-hmm. As an honest person, I've been going to therapy and all that, but it's like, yeah. as a person that's honest with himself, I quit my job too soon. Yeah. But uh-huh. once I quit though, mm-hmm. it was not going back for yeah. me. It was. But sometimes it's also how you produce the best thing when you got nowhere to go. Literally. You can't turn around. Ain't no plan B. Right behind all we got is this. All we got is plan A. I'm so in so and, and those moments coming back from Africa, I was like, I honestly was like, I, I think I'm done with this, bro. Like, I, I was trying to, like, find a way to dissolve it. Damn. But my homie, shout, shout out Eric, Eric Qualls, he would always call me, like, hey, man, like, what you doing with the brand? I'm like, I don't know. He'd be like, And he, like, he would text me religiously, like, hey, what's going on with the brand? I'm like, I don't, I couldn't tell you, bro. Like, he's like, mm. bro, like, you, like, you still got it, like. Come on, and that's and that's like to, this, one person to, to, to this day, it. man. I appreciate that. That man has always been in my corner, no matter what I do, how that's far love. I go or don't go. Like that's love. That man was like, "Hey, man, like no, the brand is really like I believe in this." He that's would love, tell me bro. how much believe in this, and I was like, "I guess, like that's love, man." Hey, he, he stuck with you. He stuck with me, and that's and that's what sparked. So I dropped like I made hats. Mm-hmm. I made I made twenty five hats. Yeah, I sold out in like a few hours. Yeah. I was like. Okay, maybe I still got it. Maybe I still got it. Then I made some shirts. I made two color shirts. So that in two days, I was like, okay, maybe I still got it. And then, and then I was like, let me let me do something big. Let me let me drop like 50, 50 items. Like I dropped fifty shirts. So that in about two and a half weeks, I was like, okay. And I was like, maybe I still got it. <laughs> and then I was like, let me just drop a whole like a whole collection. That's when the abundance layer, the shorts I dropped, the abundance mm-hmm. layers come. First day, man, we did we did about like what like. The first day we did forty five sales. Within a week, we did about like hundred and twenty sales, and within like a week for me is four days. Yeah. It was like I don't count Monday, but like we did, we did about hundred and twenty sales in, in in four days. I was like, oh yeah, we still got this. Oh yeah, and then from there I was like, yeah, we back on it. And so I just dropped my latest um collection for the doers. The oh. first day that went crazy. First day it went crazy. Dope, dope, dope. Um, so it's just it's just like that's dope, man. Way to overcome. Yeah. Shout out to your boy again for being there, looking out for you. Cause everybody, I'm one person. I, everybody needs somebody. I, need I'm so somebody. much on. Even as one person, I, kids back. Like, I don't need nobody. Okay, yeah. it's gonna come around to where you are gonna need me or you are gonna need somebody. Fresh. It may not be me. Fresh. Maybe somebody else. Um, at the end of every show, bro. Uh, basketball, triple threat, dribble, pass, shoot. Basketball, right. Mm. But at the end of this show, 
I like to flip it. Shout out to my boy D Taylor for putting in with the triple threat now. Okay. Give me your three things though that you can hang your hat on or if you could tell an entrepreneur or somebody who's struggling or who's interested in the business or anything, give me your triple threat though. It can be anything, man. Whoever's listening, whoever's inspired, cause somebody a kid from Nigeria, a kid from somewhere else is watching. <laughs> hey, I hope they watching. Tune in, baby, because we got audio awesome. too, then we're on all platforms. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Just Google me. I can say that now. Google it. Google me. <laughs> Google me. me. That's crazy. Google See somebody me. search or search your brand <laughs> and it pop up. They do. I'm that's like, a, that's the crazy part. Never would have thought about it. They do, because from Nigeria, you ever thought you'd been here? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. I'm Southside kid. <laughs> Same thing. I'm like talking to my boys tonight. I'm like, I know where we came from. Right. I know how we had to scrounge against them. I know how our parents been through. Right. I'm like, it's a blessing, but also to see us networking with each other now, make sure we, we always put each other on. Yeah. Make sure each other eat. If he got it, I got it. Like, oh God, that's it's, what it's it is. amazing. That's what, that's what it is. Your three things that you could give right now. Your triple threat. Whew. Give it to me. That's oh, yeah, I love it, though. But that's why we do it live. It's uncut. Oh, Ain't no all edit. uncut. Everything, like baby. Like yes, that. sir. Uh, three things, man. All right, just start. That's the first one. Just start that shit. Man. Start. Just whatever just it start. is. Whatever you want to do, just start. Um, second one, it's supposed to be hard. Mm, it's supposed I love to be it. hard. It's supposed to be hard. You, know, you feel me? Like, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Everybody doing the same thing. I mean, if people do mimic whatever, but they don't... Stay they with don't it. Stay. Right. They don't stay with it. Consistency oh. is key, dog. If you're consistent, you if if you're consistent, it's for a reason. That wasn't like if you okay. If 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 ten people start so, uh, start something, mm -hmm. and two of them stay consistent, and they they pan out doing something good, mm -hmm. it's because you were gifted with something that all the other eight wasn't. Something was there. Something was there for you. It's nice. not by accident. It's not by oh I got lucky. No no no. You I was give, you was given that. Bad. And you stayed with it because you knew you let it go. You knew within you you was giving that. Facts. So so start. First off, start. It ain't supposed to be easy. That's it's why supposed it's to be not. easy. And the third one, what I would say is, I can't even lie to you, man. I hate to bring it back to this, but like, stay being about it. Like, yeah, I hate to be so cliche, but it's like when you about it, can nothing tell you different. Well, but also we, I mean, when I, again, like I said, it's not crazy because we said that we was like, no, everybody talk a lot. Everybody yeah. move a certain. They think that. <laughs> If, like, if you're a bad, it shows in your actions. It shows every day you wake up. It shows how you communicate. It shows how your drive is. Like, dog, stop. We just love saying on the court, bro, stop talking about it. Show me. Yes. I'm with some dogs. Oh, I, know my, I know my boys. Is. Show, I know man, my dogs in the court. talking too much. Come show on. me, Get man. Because, you know like, literally, <laughs> the collection I just dropped is called mm -hmm. For the Doers, Not the Talkers. Like, say, bro, as they say now, say less. Say less. <laughs> that's literally what that is. It's that's, like. That's, we flipped it. Because my thing is, like, Y'all gonna talk like people gonna be like, I wanna. Like, I hear all the time, I wanna do this, I wanna do this, I wanna. Uh, and I would say pre COVID, I was like, but I know we. Talk, I've, we talk, I've talked to people, we talk all the time, sports life, but I'm like, okay, now I'm looking at one of my boys again. Shout out to Chris Haynes, my boy Kenny Carraway, who's doing it on a whole other scale Chris now. Chris Haynes, actually, you know I, actually, I actually know his brother, Mark Haynes. Oh, yeah, Mark. He, yeah, 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 I used to work with Mark uh, okay. at, at our company. Small uh, world, like um, I said, man. Chris was at the place the venue tonight. Um, shout out to my dog. We talked about him just just killing it, but also he gave me words of encouragement, but he was like, man, you gotta just be that. I was like, I'm gonna start a posse. It was like, so I hit him up with shot, you know, some pointers, hit Kenny up. They was like, JJ. So I started in the closet, audio only. Kept going, kept going. And it was like, man, you gotta slide through. Right. I'd have called people for, for prices on stuff. They was like, crazy price. I said, man, I'm, <laughs> I ain't, I'm, I'm not sponsored. It's all me. Yeah. I'm paying for whatever. Right. He's like, just slide through, Jay. I walked in, I was like, as you said, right? I'm like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> when the guests walk in here, they gonna go. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. No, like I <laughs> walk in here, like man, this, this, yeah, it, this is what you want to be. At yeah, somewhere. yeah. Man. And so I'm like, you know, it's it's, it's that like, okay, now nah, I like, keep going. JT, people stop at ten. I'm about to go on a hundred. My hundredth episode coming up on two years though, January. So like, you guys celebrate them wins amazing. though. Hundredth episode coming up, but then two years in January. 
So both those 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 got to be celebrated. Hey, I ain't gonna, gonna be crazy. Let's do something, man. I, no, I, that, so let's do something. Yeah, that. collabs let's, is, let's, is in mind, bro. I already got stuff. Trust not, me. Not even for the hundred. I'm just saying I want to do something because like I do got the in real life podcast. I want to get some guests in here. Like yeah, I want to do something. With it's you, the like, cross connections, man. All that, bro. See each other. Win. Let's do that because like like you have a build plat- platforms. You, you got a platform that I feel like the whole world should know about. Like like I'm honored to be here. Like, nah, I'm bro. looking. I'm looking in this room and I'm like, bro, brother, real genius. Stepping it since the door opened. Just like, dang. Nah. It, it ain't been fake. It ain't, it's, it's been 100% GLG. real, bro. He like, dang, like, Jay, you got something. I'm like, that's love. Appreciate it. it. You got it. Shout out to Eddie, too, man. They didn't, every time I come in here, it's something different, something upgraded. I'm right. like, we got a new camera. We got the headphones. <laughs> I'm like, we got lights. I mean, but hey, it's so dope. But the vibe, for the sure, vibe in here, the aura is, is A1, bro. And it's yeah. in sack, man. And, and my boy asked me that. I got to say, he said, Jay, who got the best, who got the dopest podcast in, sack in, your, in your atmosphere? And I was like, man, I, I'm trying to get there. He said, nah, think about it. What you doing? I was like, Nah, I'm gonna, I ain't there yet, but I'm gonna get there. <laughs> I'm gonna be it, but now, now that's more. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna, I want to validate it, but for sure, man, bro, I appreciate you. No, I appreciate you having me. Man. Again, y'all, look, this is a sample, but I got. I mean, check his page out. Dope. The deer, the gear is dope. The hoodies, the t-shirts, the shorts. Yeah, it's meaningful, yeah. but also colorful. It's swaggy. We try for to anybody. Like, the name of the, the the purpose of the brand is to be the Robin Hood of fashion, man. We want to give you all the mm. latest drip at the most affordable prices. I'm not trying to rob the, you. The Robin Hood of fashion, but like I said, you're gonna look like you spent a, you, a, a you couple. Gonna, bucks you gonna look on like you spent bucks. like a couple hey, tickets. But I'm telling you though, you throw it on with the gear, it's gonna be. It's always different though. It's unique in its own, and yes, I can sir. say that yes, while sir. bro sitting right here because I got it, or else I wouldn't have copped it. <laughs> Keep it a hundred. I wouldn't have to run down there pick one up. We <laughs> offered a free one. I had to get that one. I bought the hoodies. So I like got some kicks toward that. It go sir, perfectly. Everybody said, hey, that's that's what. Dope, that shirt dope. Give them the socials one more time. Uh, social is ABAS clothing uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, on uh, everything really. Just ABAS clothing on everything, man. Just tap in with us, yeah, man. yeah. Tap in, hey, y'all. Do me a favor, still subscribe, man. Subscribe, subscribe watch man. some shows. Trying to get these viewers, I'm trying to get this YouTube connect all the way through, man. I'm, I think I got I'm three checks. Let's I need one more this. check before I get this. Maybe get this YouTube email, you know what I'm saying? Because I want that residual income, baby. But yeah. I appreciate y'all subscribe, for watching, subscribe, man. Subscribe, man. Tune in to Farouk, tap in with him. Shout out to DJ Eddie again, man. Always doing his thing, Shout man. Out DJ also, man, happy holidays to y'all. Happy I know holidays. some people may have families to go to, they may not. Praise go out to those who have lost loved ones, man. It's been crazy two or three years in this world. It's still getting crazier. Um, people stay safe. Stay warm, man. Love on your people, though. Keep it Love on your people. Mm, that's Love heavy. on your people. That's a great Check message on to them. walk out with. Love man. on your people, man. Love on your people. Love. Check on them. Yeah. Send the messages, man. I will say this, too, if I got here, man. I've never... In my life, that I would say I love you to my dogs mm-hmm. more now than we do before. Growing up, we was like, man, we never said that. Say that. <laughs> bro, now my boys, my, my best friend, bro, time, we said, and it's, it's not cliche you, because without my dogs and my family, I would not be around. Yeah, exactly, you know, yeah. From wherever they are, I got friends all across the world. All that tough shit you know what I mean? Out. I mean, you can still do it a certain way, but also you need that, you need that, you need your ace in the hole. Yeah. Like when things get rough, facts. your boy to call and check on you. Yeah. You need that text message, that call. Facts, facts, You facts. feel me? Like if you don't got that, man, you gotta check your circle. Ta- or, or tap in with me, send me a message. <laughs> tap in with Farouk, see how yeah, you're doing, man, shoot go. something back. Yeah. Get a shirt. You know get what I'm a, Get a shirt. Get a shirt. <laughs> get a shirt. Put it on the page, he gonna hit you back. He yeah. gonna t- he tap in with I'm, you. I'm for sure. Man, you. DJ Eddie in the back, Farouk, Coach JT, 94 feet with Coach JT. We out. Peace.